forever. Dog. I'm going to say this. Yeah. Maya Bialik. Yeah. She's got to have like a million bucks. She's got to have a million bucks. She's a millionaire. And then, and then she, this millionaire mm-hmm. is on Jeopardy. She's hosting Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. And she's having a little too much fun. Yeah. I saw her host. She goes, she, she's like, uh, and the answer is, uh, R like a pirate. R mm-hmm. and I said, "What is this? What is this? Why are we?" I was like Jack Skellington. I was like, "What's this? What's this?" You, you. I literally just thought you were playing the Nightmare Before Christmas soundtrack for a second. I'm I was like, we really can't get good on at, that. at impersonating Danny Elfman, um, except at the gym. How are you doing replicating his ink? Yeah, I know that was one of your projects. The ink for I've got the ink I I'm kind of doing my own interpretation mm-hmm. of it. Like mm-hmm. I have like Garfield sitting on a nest of eggs. Which is not he does not have that tattoo, mm-hmm. but I have it in the same placement. Mm-hmm. I have it on my peck, or as I call it, my booby. Sure. Okay. And I've got the lines. He's mm-hmm. he's got lines on his, you know, his ham hocks. I've got those. Yeah. Do you have the Bart Simpson uh, farting? Cow- yes. Bart Simpson farting, but saying cowabunga. Those lats are tight. I do. Tattoo. I do. That's okay. on my butt, which uh-huh. is a fun fact. Um, I have all of the ink. The problem is, he is in amazing shape, mm-hmm. and. I uh, am, I am, you know, <laughs> a little bit more, how do I put this? Um, dormant? <laughs> You're dormant. Yeah. When I saw how jacked he was, all I could Jack, think was. <laughs> jacked, jacked yeah. Skellington. Jacked Skellington. He was jacked yes. Skellington. What all I could think? think was, well, now I know who. In the in the question of whether I could beat up Danny Elfman or not, I know the answer to this one. No. So you've been going around fantasizing and strategizing and wondering. I look how... at people and wonder if I could beat him in a fight. What would poor Danny Elfman do He'd to beat the crap out of me? Right, I, I know, but like, why would you his... fight? It? What would he do that would provoke you to want to? I don't know. Bla- you know, face. Face blast him. Let's just say that I think Oingo Boingo are terrible. And another You're one fantasizing of the LA, about going one up of to the LA delusional bands that everybody out here uh, here is under mass hypnosis to worship. Still. In twenty like twenty two years, it's like a yeah. giant spinning thing, and it says, "Ooh, spinning says, oh, Oingo Boingo, Sublime, Red Hot Chili Peppers." I don't Kobe think, Bryant murals. You think you that love Oingo all Boingo of them? Is specifically a California 
flavor. Yeah, I do. I do. I well, think there's a certain there's a certain mass delusion that goes out on with certain things here that um, mm-hmm. look. You go to New York, two thirds of the people still t- say Billy Joel sucks. Right here, if Billy Joel was from here, look out. Yeah, he'd probably be president. He would have been leading the recall. Well, remember when you. You people remember when California elected Arnold Schwarzenegger, and and then I yeah. watched that Enron documentary. Mm-hmm. Not bragging, but mm-hmm. I did. Yeah, and I was like, wait a minute, Enron got Arnold Schwarzenegger elected, and then I fell asleep before the credits. But I don't remember that in terms of why. Mm-hmm. But I remember watching that doc and saying, oh. But only in California, to paraphrase Cindy Adams, the late great Cindy Adams, who's not dead yet. But I still say the late great with her because if you call who knows it, when but this if you call it living, air. if you call it living, yeah, it's a living. Cindy right, Adams and then puts the, her nose her, on the record. So, so Cindy Adams has a parrot, and every morning when she wakes up and gets mm-hmm. out of her, I'm going to yeah. say canopy bed, the parrot looks at her and says, "It's a living," because he calls her it, and he's Italian. Sure, I picture Cindy Adams sleeps in a Murphy bed. Mm-hmm. And, she, but she sleeps with it folded into the wall. Like that's her. That's how she likes to sleep in the Murphy bed. Because <laughs> it's like an like iron. It, it kind of smooths. It smooths <clears throat> yeah. fine lines. She likes sleeping upside down. The blood rushes to her head for eight hours. And, and then, do you think that you see her little feet like on the top wearing high heels? Like you see the Wicked Witch being, you know, smushed yes. by that house. Her feet stick out of the top of the Murphy bed. That's why. That's how you know she's in there. Is it an Eddie Murphy bed? An Eddie Murphy bed? Yes. No, I can't even. I don't even know what what would be an Eddie Murphy bed. I don't know, but I just saw Boomerang this weekend. How was it? I really liked it. I liked this scene with John Witherspoon that I read online. Eddie Murphy insisted on putting in after the movie had been cut together, which Mm -hmm. makes perfect sense because it is kind of like, oh, it, it does seem sort of tacked on that said i enjoyed it a lot sure and it's mostly about how he's wearing like too many mushrooms on his outfit that he's got a tie have you seen boomerang um when it came out i don't yeah. remember it um it's on the turner classic movies section mm-hmm. of hbo max which is a free-for-all yeah I will have you know that whatever they are considering classics in that category mm-hmm. is unhinged. No, I don't. You know what? Maybe it's perfectly hinged. I don't. I. I I'm not gonna say I don't know. I don't care. Yeah. Boomerang you... is on it. Okay. Um, John Witherspoon has a very funny. Apparently, he improvised all of it. Again, I'm not surprised. He's great. Halle Berry plays the mousy one. The like, she's actually beautiful if you like really look yeah. at her. I always love that when it's just like, just wear this sweater or whatever they do. No, they're all, you're, you're completely right. They're sweaters. They're like funky. They're basically the kind of clothes that school teachers would wear. Like funky socks. Yeah. As if nobody, as if at no point in her life did anybody go, hey, hold on just one second. Wait, before you put that bulky sweater on you know you're perfect right you know you're a perfect human from outer space right uh, and you should be like a like a model 
Right. Um, you'd be you'd be worshipped in every culture. You'd be yeah. made a st- like they'd make a statue out of you, and they wouldn't take any like cues from the granite or the marble or the clay. Yeah. Tom, you're like me. You're a sculptor sculptor sculpt I, I am and I, I always tend to focus on the thing with sculpting that a lot of people don't realize it's the sculpting as much as what you remove is what's left absolutely That's absolutely these, and I these sculpt I like don't that realize. about you I like that about yeah. you because my thing is no it's not yeah my thing is no, it's what you do, and you're mm-hmm. saying no, it's what you take away, and that's why the two of us together, and I would say this yeah. show is a sculpture. It kind of is. It's a sculpture, and you look, and it's it's at the end of the sculpture, it's a statue of Brett at a Dodger game holding a Sandy Koufax bobblehead, which was and, uh, rubbed and, in and my his face child, all weekend on and social his child, media. Child Sandy in the other hand, and then he's a hot dog in his mouth, and he's not holding the hot dog. No. He just tilts his head back like a bird and goes chomp, 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 and then the hot dog is gone. Yeah, but, yeah, I got to apologize but, for that. Uh, I'm so sorry. There's nothing Brett, more obnoxious than being to, Brett, gratuitously. Brett, uh, sorry, yeah, Brett. All right, yeah. I I love you yeah, like just, a family you, member. We are not ready to talk yet. Is this the mute button? Not the time, Brett. Not the time. Not Brett, the moment. I want to say this, Brett. You've done a fair amount of talking. Maybe it's time you did some listening. Sorry, what was that? I was I was on mute there. Did you say you were on mute. That that shouldn't stop you from hearing what I'm saying. I was on double mute. I was on um, double mute. Double mute is its own thing. Yeah. Tom and I are sculptors. We take cues from the material. Yeah. We it, we are. Very talented and mm-hmm. welcome to Double Threat. Yes, welcome to Double Threat. My name's Tom and my co-host is Julie. And Julie, I just want to say, julieklausner.com, I want to yes. just say that um, when I talk about a Halle Berry and I talk about the secret beauties and stuff, it's charming how you go along with that as if you're not on the same side of the street as a Halle Berry. You're like, oh, that's how it is for them. And we see you on camera with the lustrous hair and the beautiful face, and you are just, that's the side of the street you walk on. Me, I'm on the side with chuds and, and bridge <laughs> trolls and, Tom, and uh, you, injured a, the leprechauns. Iowa, the ayahuasca um, has kicked in, A. B, you are experiencing Fonzie blindness, and C, you are on the mm. other side of the street with the chads, the incel-hated no, no, chads you, I look, you I are a hunk and a half. Julie, I know the score. I got a mirror in my house. It's not why'd, good. Why'd you do that? Oh, I got rid of all mine. Um. Well, look. You both this look fantastic. Well, you're sweet to say that. You look now great. You, you look great. Now, you look great in that's black. That's the sound I want to hear. That's the. I've been sitting on this all episode, Julie. If, if I'm, I'm going to say this. If you're dormant, then the rest of us have been hibernating for 50 years because you, you look fantastic. Yeah, thank you. You Brett. look fantastic, Tom. Thank you, Brett. I appreciate it. I don't trust it, but I appreciate it. Oh, I'm so tell angry. Us about, tell us about the Sandy Coat. That's our brand, so Brett. Brett. We're goes, angry. You didn't know that when you hired us to do this show. I'm getting angry because you guys look great. It's Brett's first Father's Day, and he goes to a Dodgers game, even though that's not his team. Although he's going to be turned into one of these weirdos who's just suddenly like, I used to, I grew up, spent my whole life rooting for one team, and now I'm going to switch to this other team at the last second because I want my kid to see, uh, have a team to root they're for. Local, they're that's local. They're local. You want yeah, to the, you wanna go to the game. You want to go oh, to the, I throw a the, rock it's if the I local thing to do, right? 
I throw a rock, you could hit another dad explaining, just like, I know I rooted for the uh, the Orioles my whole life, but I'm out here. I don't want my kids to have to not see. The, what, are we supposed to drive to Anaheim to see the Orioles play once a year? No, I mm-hmm. want my kid to see the Dodgers, get a Dodger dog. This is what you guys talk about when you're online for the for the men's room and you've got your baby Bjorns. Yeah, we're all trying to explain uh, why we turned our back on our hometown teams and why we now and why our Dodgers, I mean, I why our Dodgers hats are so new looking. And uh, of course, yeah. I'm from Atlanta. I root for the Braves, but I don't want my kid to have to wait to see the Braves once a year. Is this mean? Is this really mean what I'm saying right now? No, it, it does. It, it uh, it's accurate and it hits really close yeah, to home. Really? That's all I want it to be. It's a truth bomb. <laughs> I'm just throwing a truth bomb at you, Brett. I I don't I don't think it I don't think it's mean. It seems it's like it's mean. a yeah. it's it's a it's a and obviously I know nothing about sports, but it seems like a concession toward the experience more than it is an act of like. Mm-hmm you know, immature loyalty that is, you know, based on like superstition and where you're from and all these things that, you know, we would, um, you know, put away our childish notions, right? That's what being a dad is about. It's about his experience, Mm -hmm. not yours. That's right. It's something I think about a lot though. Tom's really hit close, you know, hit hit a nerve here, but I, uh, I, I accept you know he's not wrong, but it's a. Uh, Tom's really Tom's really smart. He, fa- he thank you, Julie. He either pretends to be stupid, acts like he's stupid, or thinks that he's stupid. What I lack, none of these things what, are true. He's how it goes like the me. smartest person I know. You're very sweet to say that. You need to meet more people. First of all, if that's well, David Rakoff is dead, so uh-huh. you're the smartest person uh-huh. I know. That's. Yeah, I met wow. plenty of people myself. You're a you're a damn jewel. You're you're, you're, you're you everything that she said is right. Wow, you're sweet. This is a, this is a real uh, we've got some real log rolling going on here. <laughs> Getting so mad. <laughs> more back padding. Uh, I know more, more back padding than at and camp when you Tony would do that. Robbins Let's all seminar. Say they back Wait, a what seminar? Tony Robbins. Oh God, is that what he does? But he's cursing the whole time. He's like, pat your fucking back, it's pat your friend's fucking back, you piece of you cocksucker. I still think he'd beat me up, Tony Robbins. Of course I'm he sure would be. He, he wouldn't me. even <clears throat> lift, not even an eyebrow because of all that Botox, but he would not lift a finger. He would destroy, he would kill you probably pissed off. He went. Pinky. He went empty-handed at the Tonys a couple weeks ago. He didn't He didn't walk away with any awards true. at the Tony Awards. At oh, with the, the Tony Robbins. The double threat Tony <laughs> Robbins uh, did not win. Um, For a minute, I was like, wait, did he have a one-man show? I'm sorry, our Tony Awards, where we give awards to Tony. No, those were the yes. better. Honestly, I watched the actual Tonys. Besides the Strange Loop winning, they were better. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, Tom, what were you about to say? Oh, I was going to say Tony Robbins. So I'd end up on the wrong side of that firewalk, uh, face first into the firewalk if I tried to <laughs> tussle with him. With all the other people that paid $15,000. Be, ah, like, who ooh, else wants some? Ah. This guy's scarred for life now. <laughs> Face first into the fire pit. Now he looks like Dark Man. Anybody shovel. else wants some? I'm six foot nine, and I'll destroy all of you. I was I in wish, shallow hell for God's sake. I wish Richard Keel were alive. I was the motor of reasons. shallow hell. I'm the plot device of shallow hell. He was the motor of Shallow Hell. And that's a fun movie, and I do think... Oh, it's a it's a classic. It's a gem. Yeah, I think that one aged very well. And uh, what do you think the studio's doing with whatever studio put that out? They're just like, uh, take that one off the IP list, uh, or yeah. you will not be 
doing yeah. any sort of, what if it's a lady? No, nope. What if it's gender <laughs> reverse? It any- <sighs> also, Jason Alexander. Another yes. And that was the movie with the, it was that audience pleasing moment when he realized, when he announced that he has a tail. A tail? In the movie. Yeah. That was a fun, yeah. that was a crowd pleasing moment. It was like when E.T. Uh, flew the bike over the Or when E.T. got sick. When E.T. got sick for like 25 minutes of that movie and like people yeah. in like suits poked him and prodded him. Hey, you say you're getting tired of lazy tomato <laughs> hamburgers in this Brett's town. Let's go to movies to play the McDLT yeah. commercial. It's a good one. Like your hamburger hot and I think we trigger it now. We have, like sound, we have like a soundboard and there's one well, thing on it. We're very slowly building a soundboard. Here we go. And the cool. Why did they cool. not consider him for this new Elvis movie based on this performance? Shows he can do rock and roll. Um, because they aren't doing the Elvis uh, morning zoo DJ. That's why. It's like a hot. It's like a hot. Oh yeah. Oh baby. Wait, who isn't there? Is an Elvis radio DJ in the morning? Elvis Duran. You're talking the yeah, Z Morning Elvis Zoo. I think he's I think Baz Lerman, this is an idea. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's a good one. Yeah. Baz Lerman, Elvis I, Duran, starring Jason Alexander. But here's the thing. If you don't like that, I have a I have a really good idea and I've been waiting. Wait, to that answer. wasn't the really good idea? <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, Tim Heidecker here with huge news. Office Hours Live recorded another episode live. It was one of our great ones with the great Rory Scovel, who's got a new special out on MAX. Oh, yeah. And the Trinity's here, DJ Doug Pound. Yes, hello. And Victor Berger IV. Hi, hi, hi. Can't wait for the fifth. We enjoy the heck out of doing the show, and so will you. If you find us on the podcast app of your choice, now. what I would like this is why I wanted to look you in the eye because this is important Brett okay yeah please I know that Forever Dog has this absolutely gorgeous new studio and it is so exciting and the facility is just like absolutely dazzling and fabulous and the like sound (laughs) is incredible and the actual space is incredible and it has sort of like the cherry on top is this performing space where Tom has already used for bands to come on the best show and play music and it's just such an exciting moment. Can John Hinckley Jr. please come to the Forever Dog? Yeah. Oh, I love that. Performance space and play a set of his songs mm-hmm. because no one is letting him do it. He just got out of prison and everyone keeps canceling his gigs. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, he's the what doors wide open for John Hinckley Jr. over here. Seriously? Oh, of course. Yeah, come on by. I mean, you Listen, know. Listen, the guy made Julie one Foster mis- signed off on it, by the way. So I don't. She's <laughs> totally fine with it. She, she knows what. what she knows Reagan? what the harm Reagan did. She was like, "Let's move on." She said something like that. I don't remember. Can I say something? John Hinckley Jr. made one mistake. Mm-hmm. He didn't aim properly. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. 
So now we have to punish it. Cancel culture's real, folks. You tell me you wouldn't want to say Brett Boehm. uh, Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the music of John Hingley. And then suddenly he's on the stage with his guitar and he's like, it's been one week since you looked at me. Like I I really got into these guys when I was locked up for 41 years. Yeah. It really helped pass the time. But meanwhile, a million dollars. Squeaky from has been doing cartwheels. He's squeaky from is in is the Phoenicia diner eating buttermilk waffles, doing cartwheels. Mm -hmm. This guy is un has been unfair. I say I would say free John Hinckley Jr., mm-hmm. but he's already free. But in a way, he isn't because of cancel culture. Mm-hmm. Therefore, let us celebrate his art. That's my pitch. Once again, John Hinckley Jr. That's me introducing him. Musical on guest, John Hinckley Jr. He just goes by John Hinckley now. And all of his photos are the same exact photo, just with a slightly different background. And he comes out and he starts playing one song. He switches like Elvis Costello did that one time to a different song. Down, 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 down. Well, I want to welcome to the show. A great guest. This is a great guest. A great lady, a great human person. This is person. a writer. This is a director. The, the this funniest, is an actor. The funniest this is a performer, gal you could a producer. possibly perceive of. It's quicker to just list everything that she doesn't do. She hasn't done. Oh, makes me sick. These it accomplished makes me, people who understand their own talent. It makes me uh, inspired when I think of her. She is also... Just a gorgeous queen. So we are so thrilled to have the great Bridie Elliott yes. here Welcome. on the show. Bridie, Welcome, are you Bridie there? Elliot. I'm here. You're here. Thank you so lady. much for that you lovely introduction. I'm yeah, I'm sorry I'm not John Hinckley, I have to say. I am too. I would gladly sit on his lap if he ever comes by the studio. Can You'd you be like think of a cozier lap? Santa baby. He'd yeah. be a pretty good Santa also. Come on down the chimney for me <laughs> or three. Or Have you heard like the that. recordings of him talking to Jody at college? No. She's no! like it, there I mean it's creepy but there is something sweet about it, it because she's yeah. sort of like you got to stop doing this and he's like I know I just can't stop calling. And he's really like, when are we going out? And she's like, I'm not going to go out with you. You got to stop. But she's yeah. super like understanding and empathetic. She and, rules. Uh, yeah. It's, why, why can't we be friends with Jodie Foster? She is so cool. Well, you're not friends with coolest. her? No, are you? You don't know Jodie? Oh, boy. Here we go. I saw her once at a pool, um, but I didn't talk to her, okay. make eye contact. Uh, I did see that she was hanging out, though, with a group of pals. Sure. You yeah. sure you I didn't want her... to just slide in and just suddenly go? <laughs> <laughs> no, like I just. This is like on the heels of everybody <laughs> laughing. <laughs> like when Pee Wee slid into uh, <laughs> into <laughs> what, with the Warner the Brothers. Nun, with the nuns. With the nuns. Well, it was, that, no, when it was with movie? Milton Berle. Remember, he was like Milton Berle. Like he's like Milton Berle's walking through the yes, gate of yes, yes, Warner yes, Brothers. Yes, he's telling and, a joke. Right? And he slides in. He's like, ha, 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 as if he's a part of Milton Berle's. He does 
entourage. Of, he does a lot of great fake laughing in that, like when he's dressed up like um, the uh, ex-con's wife, like the runaway's wife. Mickey. And, yeah, when he's, Mickey. when he's with Mickey and he's like, ha, 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 he, he, he. Yeah. And he sort of like pinches his cheek. Yeah, with he's when the a, cop pulls him over. It's a perfect movie, Bridie. Do you agree or disagree? I agree. Pee-wee's Big Adventure? Pee-wee's Big Adventure, yeah. I just watched it recently. I, I couldn't... I didn't remember how when he lost his bike, he's suddenly seeing all the people on bikes and just the moment of him being mm-hmm. tormented walking around and every single person is yeah. on a bike. It's it's beautiful. Yeah. He's yeah. so soulful. It's just so like yeah. emotional, the whole thing. Um, and there's some your like, favorite horror part? in it too, like the there's clown There's a lot of the clown. Stuff, the clown, the large yeah. Marge, my God. Yeah. No one was prepared for Large Marge. Tell him Large Marge sent you. And that laugh mm-hmm. is insane. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I, I, don't, I don't think there's any more surprising, um, you'd call it a jump scare, right? Like where? Like who was ever, I'm trying to think of another example and I can't of anything like so sh- just surprising about that like all of a sudden stop motion animation horror. Mm-hmm. Totally, and it com- and then and then he goes to the bar or the divey place where they all are like you yep. you saw her yeah mm-hmm. and just really kind of hit at home how terrifying that moment was oh <laughs> completely it's a perfect movie He's Tim Burton never did anything better I'll stand by that Mm-mm. but and you I'm like a huge big fish head no I'm just kidding what was the last Tim Burton movie you saw. That I saw or that I liked? Either. Um, I liked... I liked Sweeney Todd. I, I, I was super bummed that it kind of stripped, like, the... Not to be super dirty, but, like, the, the, the humor out of that. It was one of the funniest shows ever, and he doesn't really do comedy. <laughs> so I was disappointed that it wasn't as funny as the show is, and I still maintain that uh, Mrs. Lovett should have been Tracy Ullman and not mm. Helena Bonham Carter. Yeah, but um, but I thought it was like as far as musical adaptations go, like it was pretty good. Um, yeah. But the last one I I loved. I don't know. Like I have a soft spot for. Um, well, I guess Edward. Maybe Edward's a good answer, right? Yeah. I loved Edward. Yeah, I like Planet of the Apes, and I know a lot of people don't agree with me. I think that's his best. Uh, that I like Planet of the Apes. I like uh, the uh, Dumbo. Dumbo, Fairmount. Mm. I like Dumbo. I like I like everything from 2010 onwards. I like Charlie <laughs> yes, Chocolate that Factory. Was Bert at his best. <laughs> like you love that Dark Shadows remake. Dark Shadows remake was great. Do you um, think he brings the, the best out of Johnny Depp? I do. I think the two of them. Because uh, one thing, Bridie, a lot of people don't know. He's playing Tim Burton in a lot of these. Things. Oh, he's like the surrogate when the director yeah. puts a surrogate mm. in for themselves. Yes. I guess that, that's yes. kind of like, yes. like when Judd Apatow Uses will have Paul his Rudd. own wife and his own children, mm-hmm. but he'll have Paul Rudd in the other room mm-hmm. getting uh, oral sex performed on him by his wife and his kids, and- his, by his actual wife and his actual children are knocking on the door saying, what's going on in there? 
you can see Judd Apat- half of Judd Apatow's face in the mm-hmm. background of the shot. If yeah. you look closely, he's always mm-hmm. just watching. Well, he's got to get a better <laughs> DP. He's got to get a better cameraman to cut him out of the frame or at least figure out what cropping is. And you don't think I don't want Jessica Chastain to make Instagram stories of, of her in my, in my apartment with my kitty cat? I can't afford her! Yeah. I think you you could afford her. All right, let's do it. I will do it then. Um, yeah, he uh, he also Someone's laughs behind you, Brady. Someone's oh. behind you. Oh, I'm sorry. Boom. Boom. Thank you so much. Also, um, hey, Brett, you don't have to literally do the tippy toe thing. You're not like you're like you literally went through the room like this. <laughs> that doesn't make it any quieter. It just like, throws like, more attention to you than you're very, going. Like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Very Daffy Duck. It is very Daffy Duck. He might as well have just been in a, in a night a night uh, shirt holding a candle while Heaven. he did that. That's the only way I can sleep is in a night shirt with a sleep hat. Mm-hmm. Mm. Nope. I can't sleep with a hat on, I'd say. Mm-hmm. You can't? Well, I it can't. depends on the hat. It depends on the hat. If you're going to wear a sombrero, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. You're not right. going to be able to hit the pillow in a way that's comfortable. Yeah. A baseball cap facing the right way as opposed mm-hmm. to backwards might be okay. It helps me remember not to put my face down on the pillow and die of SIDS. Mm. Sure, yeah. please. And I, I, I'm glad that you build these reminders of that into your uh, sleep habits. A lot of my friends only sleep on their backs because uh, skin, your skin will sag if you face the pillow. So you kind really? of have to, yeah. So it's like you kind of do the mummy sleep, and your skin is supposed to stay firm your whole these life. These friend, these friends of yours, are they babies? They're one of them is twelve months old, and then the other one is six months old. Okay, yeah. um, those are those is babies. Those is, those are babies. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Um, most babies secrets. are come out as babies, sure, but then once you start talking to them, they're just old souls and small bodies. Thank yeah. you. Yes. And Thank I you. I really love when I meet someone who's an old soul. And I Me just, too. You're and like I talk oh, to I them. Feel about like you mm. are an old soul. The Lusitania, the sinking of the Lusitania. Mm. Yes. Right. Archduke Franz Ferdinand. Ferdinand. Yes. And Camp Town races and all sing the... this song, Ramses the Pharaoh. Ramses, uh, the Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. yes, L- little well, that's a very old. Yeah, Tut. <laughs> Tut. Yeah, they, they start the talking Civil about King War. Tut. Oh my gosh, um, the Civil War. L- uh, what's his name? Job. Job. Lot. Lot's daughters. Slot alert. Job Cilia. Joel got red wine from. Uh, a convenience store. Mm-hmm. Red red wine. Seventeen ninety nine a bottle. Red Makes red wine. Makes me feel so yes. fine. UCB forty. UCB forty. The UCB forty <laughs> were Amy Poehler, Matt Besser, Ian Roberts, Matt Walsh, times ten. Yes, there were ten of each of them. Yep. With. Uh, Clones with different types of humors. Some gallows humor, some more sketch based, some more mm. character based. I formed like, a little comedy army. I like dark humor. 
Mm. Who's uh, your favorite uh, dark humored uh, comedian out there? Dracula. Ooh. Dracula is very funny. He's very funny and has that kind of sexy, sexy quality, which is these days you got to have in your back pocket. And a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't. It's a prereq for L.A., I would say. You got to be sexy. Well, they don't just say sexy. They say effable out there. Affable? I think she's. I don't want to say the real word. Effable. The F word. Yeah. The F word. Yeah. Oh. Ball. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Moving on uh, from <laughs> that yes. word. Uh, okay. Universal Studios is close by. She's changing the subject, Tom. She's yeah. embarrassed. Yeah. I, the last time I was at Universal Studios, a very um, horny thing happened to me. Where the Dracula, um, who looked a I'm lot listening. like Tim Matheson, like mm-hmm. my sister and I were convinced it was a it was a whimsical trip to Universal. We kind of skipped a day of everything and went. And Tim Matheson was dressed as Dracula, and I wanted to take a picture with him. And he like lured me over with his finger, and then started licking his lips. And my sister has a photo of him like biting my neck. And it was a very intense, and his hand is on my neck and he's biting it. And I mean, this was 2019. It wasn't that long ago. But in the moment, I felt like I was throttled back in time to where that was like chill. Not a crime. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it was great. I I mean, I had a good time when it was happening. Um, No, I've seen you post that picture. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That seems to be an evergreen. Yes, it's evergreen. I, I would... I would love to show you someday. It uh, It's fun what's going on over there at Universal Studios. John Lovitz had a comedy club at one point that I think is probably empty right now. It's I gone. It is gone. And yet Waterworld, the ride is remains. Yeah. Uh, Waterworld, which, the Kevin Costner movie? Kevin Costner movie. It's like the stunt show. I think it might not be happening right now because there's a lot devoted more to Minion World, but uh, the stunt show for Waterworld where there's jet skis flying in the air and people are, you know, kind of jumping off jet skis and then blowing like torch guns at each other. That's still going. Mm -hmm. And it's probably the most impressive show in all of Los Angeles uh, for the past 20 years. Yes. People love the Waterworld show. Mm Mm-hmm. They love the jet skis and the the excitement. You get sprayed upon by the water sometimes mm-hmm. in the audience, or they shoot uh, squirt guns at you. And the the rows of uh, you're kind of in stadium seating, seating, so you kind of feel like again, like you're kind of in each other's laps a little bit, and it's it's just close proximity in a fun way. Right, right, It'd right. Be right. fun if you saw that with uh, John Hinckley. <laughs> I know that would be you were looking to. What's your favorite John Hinckley song? And side note, should we have Brett play them all? So you can Uh, mm. choose. My favorite John Hinckley song. um, I just like all of them. Right. I can't pick a favorite. He's got a nice voice. It's really hard to not want to fall asleep while listening to it. There's something really soothing. And like he might be the most earnest person we have left in the world after... 
like Ernest someone coming back out died. from prison and then like yeah. having shot a president and then also stalked Jodie Foster. I mean, he's done all the stuff that we've all hidden in our closets. He's he's checked off all the bucket list items. Mm-hmm. So this poor Jodie Foster, when she was at Yale, had to put up with John Hinckley calling her. Yep. And... This is one for the basketball fans out there. Brett, do you know who else was at Yale at that time who was itching to ask Jodie Foster on a date? At Yale in the, uh, what would this have been, the uh, early 80s maybe? I would say the late. Late 70s? Like 80. 80, yeah. Uh, uh, This is a basketball player who was at Yale. Wow, basketball coach. Coach at Yale. You know, you stumped me on that one. Jeff Van Gundy. Okay, yeah, wow. He's from Intervention. That's the guy from Intervention with the big old bald head and the white hair around his... He's got that... These people all love you like crazy. He says that to every single family. It's such a lie. Every single... And how do you know? You got here last night at 11 p.m. You went right to the Marriott court. And we all saw their families. They're awful people. And of course they're in this position. And no one loves each other. They just want free rehab. Edgy show. Yeah. True or false? Why, 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 why was that? This is an edgy show. Today's episode? Yes. Oh, yeah. No, this is an edgy one. It's about to get a whole and- lot edgier because I got John Hinckley Jr.'s cover of Mr. Tambourine Man right here. Thank you. Hello, everybody. I'd like to say that I'm working on an album and I'm looking for a record label. Ain't and we when all. the album comes out, I might do some live shows. Hmm. So stay People tuned. Don't cancel. Here's a song by the great Bob Dylan. This guitar is out of town. Very nice voice. Very nice. It's exceptional. I like it better than the Birds version of this song. Okay. It's on par with Bob Dylan, I would say. Yes. I don't know if it tops it, but it's in the same realm. At least it's trying the same thing. Yeah, he's close. He's getting close. He gets the silver. Well, that was his thing with Reagan, is he was close. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Someone who had murdered someone uh, reached out to me once about doing a comedy show together. Oh, no. And? Person is not on this planet anymore. Okay. But there was a movie called Party Monster made. Um, yes. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. And I did not respond to the message, the DM, because I Understood. was... Understood. If you're going to go someone... When you said not on this planet, I was going to be like, is Elon Musk because he's on Mars? But I didn't say that, and I'm proud. Now, I like that guy, and he's I don't cool. know what everybody's so mad about. I think they're just jealous of his really good-looking hairline, face, body, brain, and personality. Yeah, he's definitely funny and cool, and um, yes. someone that is seems like easy, easy going and doesn't take himself too seriously. 
Also, like, a soulmate. Sometimes I'm like, are you me? Mm -hmm. He killed when he hosted SNL. And I was just at the point, I'm just like, why isn't this guy in the cast over Mikey Day? Right? Mm. Why are they giving Mikey Day a slot on this? Or why isn't Elon Musk hosting Is This Cake? Why isn't Elon Musk? Well, because he probably knows because he knows everything. And then somebody takes a, then they have a, a, a Tesla and you walk up to it and you just take a he knife. He knows when and you it's a cut it a and you realize Tesla. it's cake. He knows when it's a cake. My friend. He knows that when you're not kidding, it's different than when you're fake. <laughs> That was the most annoying thing. People that had songs where they're just like, hey, we're doing this song. I'm getting nothing for Christmas. And the arrangement is the, I'm getting nothing for Christmas. I don't like, know if, this one. It's just like, hey, this song's not this annoying one. enough yet. Uh, let's make sure we're totally brutalizing anybody who hears this. I don't know this one. Brett, can you play nothing for Christmas? Oh, I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. Hey, Brett, we got an ETA on. I'm getting nothing for Christmas. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna need. Uh, if you can just, if you can just, uh, just stall for another sure, couple minutes. Hey, Brett, about five, before, ten minutes. Quick question. What's in yeah. the news? What's in the news? What's, uh, we got a twenty on uh, when we're gonna hear. I'm getting nothing for Christmas. Oh, you know what? It's getting close. I see it. Here it comes down the pipeline right now. Yeah. What's Stop. in the news? Stop the, the... edging. Stop edging. Yeah. Well, it is an edgy episode. Now, Bridie, I want to ask yes. you a question. Mm -hmm. You do so many things. You directed a movie clip. Oh. Okay. Sorry. Mm -hmm. I, well, mm -hmm. we'll get let, there. Let that question about your career. Okay. Uh, yep. It's okay. It's, uh, All right. How was the timing on that Nothing for Christmas? Uh, was that right on the money or a little? Spot on. Okay, great. Brett. <laughs> no, God, let's hear this, and then I will ask Bridie a question about her, uh, her talent. I ain't saying nothing. This is not. This is not the version. This is not the classic version. This is not the classic version. My bad. All right. It's sung by a child. I've never heard this song in my life. for Christmas, and then this might be it. This might be it. Wasn't that arrangement? Which one? Too young. Too young to be singing. Now wait, you wait wait until you hear what this little prick did. I broke my bat on Johnny's head. <laughs> oh my god. Somebody snitched on me. <laughs> Snitches get stitches with this Whoa. kid. Some on rug. I Honest mistake. Eat a bug, fucking sadist. All right, hit pause on this for a second, Brett. The main issue seems to be this kid hates snitches. Exactly. Like, after every horrible thing he lists, the point is that somebody told yeah. his parents. Yeah. And he wants he, Christmas presents still. Yeah. He <laughs> broke his bat on Johnny's head. Oh, yeah. head or bed? Head. Oh, because he left a bug in sister's bed. 
He hit a frog. A frog insisted, but he made Tommy swallow a bug. Salmonella. What? He's like he's like Joe Pesci with that guy's head in a vice in Casino. Yeah, this kid sucks, and he's a monster, and <laughs> he. I will not double cross him because he has a bat. He's terrifying. He's got a bat. He's got a bug. He should. You know what? They they should get him for Christmas is a one way ticket to reform school. Yeah, should launch him. Well, he should get one way tickets dead set at the heart of the sun. I wonder if, right point, if he had a bat for self defense. Like, do some do you, do you keep a weapon by your bed like that in case of intruders? Oh yeah, just a yeah. just no, a gun, a, a just machete. a gun. Mm. Mm-hmm. I have a machete. Oh, nice. I just keep a copy of the movie Machete. Oh, great. Yes, and I anybody with, breaks uh, in I'm with uh, Danny Trejo, Dr- Danny Trejo, and Robert De Niro. Oh, and you're great. like, wanna watch? <laughs> I'll be like, look, you wanna rob me? I'll give you a hundred bucks uh, worth of stuff all around here. Let's just watch Machete. And then fast forward Change six hours heart. later, I'm tied up. Everything's Somebody gone. snitched on me. I broke my nose and I broke my toes. I, somebody snitched on me. I'm too young to be singing. Yeah, that is too young to be singing. He also, <laughs> I like that he thinks that the problem are all these snitches. Right. It's not that I did mind. it. It's that I got caught. Yeah. Yeah, and it's somebody. It's like um, the mystery of who this person is that's snitching because it's not it's not the person that he's victimizing in each scenario. He's not mm-hmm. like, that my sister told on me. It's like, somebody's, so somebody's watching him do yeah. all these terrible things. Yeah. You know who it might be? Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Santa or that Claus thing in the family circus where it's like someone, you know, where it's like oh, yeah. in a dotted line and you're like, oh, Bill Keen is fucked up. What if mm. Todd Haynes announced he was doing a family circus movie? I would, f- I'd, I'd have something to look forward to. Wouldn't that be the greatest mm-hmm. thing? He finally, all the, he takes on the, like the, all, his career yeah. turned out, Carol, far from heaven, all. Safe. The Velvet point it finally mine? gets to is for him to do, it all culminates in the family circus movie. I mean, Julianne Moore can play the mom. Yeah. Like, I'm, I, I honestly, it would, it would look like a Douglas Sirk, like, it'd be brilliant. It's a fucking yeah. brilliant idea. I would be thrilled. I'd love it. be amazing. And then um, uh, Lars von Trier could do Dennis the Menace. Mm-hmm. Um, who's your pal, the one who did Gummo? Oh, that's Harmony Corrin. He's, I mean, I <laughs> wish I was pals with him. He could do, um, what, The Far Side? I'd like to see Harmony Corrin take on Dondi. Fine. No, I'd like to see him do Hagar the Horrible. Beetle Bailey do a war movie. Yeah. Baz Luhrmann once, when I worked at Kim's Video, came in and uh, bought a lot of Disney movies, like $600 worth of Disney movies, and then uh, set them down and um, never came back to... uh, Retrieve them. That is, but for like amazing. months, we had a bag with like Baz Luhrmann's name and like mm-hmm. the receipt. Like if he should ever show up to get them. Oh my god, that's, that's funny. That's great. What a great scavenger hunt item. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where they ended up. Just which probably in ki- the which Kim's on St. Mark's? Yeah, that's the best one. I that went to Las Vegas and I saw Baz Luhrmann's 
stage show that he had there. Mm. And it was a combination where it was, if this is the apex of bonkersness, this this has to be it. It was Great Gatsby, yep. Moulin Rouge, and yes. Romeo and Juliet smashed together in one show. The characters from all three movies sharing the stage. And they had a seat. They had seats. I bought a ticket. I got to Las Vegas. I was going. I was there for a, 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 a meetup thing, stupid thing. But I got it there a day early. I'm like, oh, I'll go see the Boz Lerman show because I love mm-hmm. him so much. And I go and I buy one, please, for the Boz Lerman show. Get a great seat. Didn't realize it was a seat on a uh, four-person love seat mm. that that Ooh. they had couches up front. And there was a couple on it, and mm. then there was me. Oh, no. and so it was a On the other side of the couch, and then there's a photographer comes around and takes pictures for love, and he takes a picture of this couple and snap, and then he says to me, "Would you like your picture taken?" And I said, "I'm good. I'm here uh-huh. by myself at this show about love," and it was nuts. <laughs> That's amazing. Did he take it anyway? He did not take it. Hmm. I think John Waters should do the same exact thing, but in like Atlantic City or, did, or Branson. How did they handle it in the, the Baz Luhrmann show? Because Leonardo DiCaprio is in both Romeo and Juliet and Great Gatsby. So how did Leo switch off parts when they smashed oh, them all together? There couldn't have been less of a reference to Leonardo DiCaprio in this show. So they didn't get was, Kate Winslet and all the real people no, from those? No, this or was... Or Claire Danes, I mean? None of those people were anywhere near this. There huh. were just two cute boys playing two different cute boy roles. good-looking, talented people singing That's and dancing. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. I didn't like, mean to be reductive. Like, no, like, you never saw them burning more talent in, a, in an in the most futile production ever, like a thing that's just doomed that will never make it out of Vegas. Yes. Because they're just like, and if it succeeds in Vegas, then we'll go to Broadway with it. It's just like, we're not going to Broadway with this one. You might want to catch it in Vegas. We're just going to sweat. We're just going to work hard and harder. And if you guys work extra hard, we'll recast it. (laughs) When it goes to Broadway. Yeah, with Broadway talented people. Yeah. Were they Cirque people, like there was acrobatic? Not a, no, there was not a lot of that. I did see the Beatles Cirque du Soleil show, which oh, is, yeah. I will recommend. The one. Love Show is amazing. It's I've so seen good. it twice. Can't get enough of that Me sheet too. over you. <gasps> when the sheet the goes, when it's like tomorrow sheet. never knows. Yep. Because Julie Klausner.com, there's, it's in the round. I gotta come. I gotta and then come there's to a Vegas bed. There's a bed, an old brass bed in the center of the it. thing. And then they start pulling sheets out of it. And the music is a mashup of all the Beatles. So it's like, and then you got this sitar coming in from other George, from like mm-hmm. uh, Within yep. You Without Within You. Within Without You, yeah. It's getting so freaking trippy. And they turn Brilliant. the sheets into a bed, into an ocean. Brilliant. And the bed Brilliant. is rising on the ocean. This is why I love theater. This is why I love theater. Theater is experiential, transformative. I love it. I and love may, it. That sounds fabulous. I may or may not have been under the influence of something. That is Whoa. not what the audience should hear. You drank a lot. I had a cookie. Yum, 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 oh. yum. No, not a, a, like a regular gun- cookie. Vanilla okay. wafer. But I'm allergic to oatmeal raisin. and I. There we go. And so then he took an EpiPen and he goes, 
I was just like, oh, my face is swollen. I can't. He goes, her majesty's a pretty nice girl, but she doesn't have a lot to- <laughs> I need to go to the hospital, but I don't want to miss the BMX bikes so jumping around to help. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Help is great. Yeah. What's happening so, when they're like, hey, yeah, hey, yeah, because that kind of part drags on forever, and I'm trying to remember. Yeah. It's I, a repetitive song. Gets a little snoozy, and but but these are remixes too that just keep on mm-hmm. going yeah. and going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They do the gray album. Yeah. I, I do like the speakers and the seats. Yes. Effect. That's oh, a fun little. Uh, this sounds great. Treat. Yeah, it's, I want it's the you, greatest. I, I'm serious. I'm Brett, not kidding. Will, Brett, can Forever Dog fly me down to Vegas so I can see this? Oh yeah, no problem. Let me round trip. Don't say that and not do it, please. Yeah. Brett, wouldn't you love your 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 kid, little Sandy, mm-hmm. going to Las Vegas? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think uh, Vegas is a lot of fun. Um, you know, yeah, I can't wait to take Sandy to, to Vegas. Right? You're yeah. at the, you take him to the Beatles thing, then you take him to see... Andrew Dice Clay live, and he's like, "What's the deal with this baby?" There's a there's a, a magician named Matt King. Matt King. Matt King, Matt who King. is the oh, king of the, the afternoon, the co- like Nat King, but without the coal. Like Big Mac. Okay. Okay. Oh, got it. Got it. And uh, he's like supposed to be for children, kind of, but he is constantly kind of pulling things out of his uh crotch he's like oh i got a cookie in here and then he like gives it to the kids and his thing is that he swallows goldfish and then later in the show he's like and he throws them back up and they're living great and uh that's the whole poster all over town Mm -hmm. is matt king with like a Mm fishbowl guzzling Uh guzzling a fish goldfish sure and there's one quote that said from letterman that's like fantastic show so, <laughs> King of the Afternoon, he's called. But it's from That's like amazing. Marvin Letterman, and it's just, it's for kids. It's supposed to be for kids, but he's he's lascivious on stage, and then he uh, he married someone that he brought up to, for uh, participation. Um, oh, like a couple, or, That's yeah, how, like, how my parents met. Just kidding. Yeah, your your dad <laughs> was a magician. Yes, he and saw, he saw he your saw mother in my, half. Yeah, exactly. He's... Brought her on stage and got a cookie out of his crotch. <laughs> That's what Matt King the what's did. It, the what's in my pants thing. I mean, yeah, I can see how kids would like that. Yeah. I think it's important for kids to learn early how things don't work, <laughs> that you're not supposed to, that it's okay to drink fish, and it's okay to... Pull things out of your crotch in public. These are great lessons for the youth to learn very early. Lenny and scary. So what? Brighty, is it true? Wait, hold on. I can't let that one slide. What What did he say? Lenny and scary. What and scary? That was just a little play on words, you know, Lenny and Larry cookies. But this was this one. This this is Lenny and scary because yeah, right. the cookies are coming no, out. No, it was of, about uh, cookies. Okay, all right. I think it checks oh, out. I'm not it saying does, it's it a does. plus, okay, but I, I think it, it. it's a little wobbly. I think but the it, math works on it, though. I mean, I'm not nothing uh, in the rule book against that one.
Now, Bridie Elliott, mm-hmm. you wrote and directed a movie called Clara's Ghost. I did. It's an amazing movie. Thank you. You made an amazing short documentary, right, mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. those sisters. Mm-hmm. What's that one called? The again? Star Sisters. The Star Sisters. It's yeah. really great. Really incredible ladies. You are the you star. Are You're filmmaker. an actor. You have acted in uh, Fort Tilden was a movie you acted in. I did. It was a tour de force. Oh. Yes. Stop. And You're a filmmaker. What's first? Next? Filmmaker what's first, next? do you think? Filmmaker you like first? I think so. I think I'm I'm heading in the direction of uh, more film and writing and directing. Yeah. Um, right. I feel like telling people what to do and fitting them to your vision. Yeah. I just want to send emails and bark at people mm-hmm. and yes. uh, throw things. And yes. um, yeah, I think that's I'm, I'm writing right now. I'm sort of in a writing stage, I suppose, of things that are bigger and take longer. OK. And I feel like that's sort of the. That sort of spinning plates old adage, you know, you mm-hmm. got everything in the air and uh, waiting for the thing to uh, come together. Yeah. Yeah. And is it true that you brought some stuff for us today? Is that, does mine eyes deceive thee? Your eyes don't, doth, don't deso- deceive <laughs> you. Mine ears? You've, mm-hmm. your, your, your ears. Um, nor I brought clips that, uh, have been rattling in my brain. Amazing. Um, yeah. This is great. No one ever does this, Tom. No, I know. Right. They, it's, it's, it's the listeners provide clips. Brett digs up clips. You and I will throw clips in the mix, but the guests, no, that's why I'm going to say right now, these are the check of things. Check number one, right? knows that I'm not a producer on the show. I'm actually a co-host of the show. 40% of the guests have no that idea. Is not true, they think Tom. it's Julie's Maybe show. two or three. We've had guests on and they literally go, What the first episode? Did you watch McMillions? No. This is well, mentally sorry. ill woman from McMillions, um, who's a mob Bella Mafia uh mob boss. And she goes Tom, we don't need to She goes, we had a show, it was her. Oh my god. Chris Gethard. Mm. Julie and my and Brett and myself. She goes, Julie, I love you so much. Brett, you're amazing. Chris Gethard, oh, you're so cool. And nothing. <laughs> nothing. Wow. Then we had George the drag queen on the show, who is famous. Drag. Bob the drag queen. Um, and. Bob, he liked you. He talked about chips. It was fine. I tell you, Flat Stanley didn't get looked through as much as I did on that episode. Bob thought I was. The Invisible Man? Bob thought, thank you, The Invisible Man. <laughs> With Kevin Bacon? That's uh, The Hollow Man. The Hollow Man, right? Yes, that's the one where he uh, he's like, I'm invisible. Time to Elizabeth start attacking Moss. women. Yeah, that's a crazy one. That was all Kevin Bacon's idea too. He's just like, what if we? He's like, yeah, the the from the creative team of Kevin Bacon and Paul Verhoeven, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. two mm-hmm. demented lunatics. Bob the drag queen thought I was the custodian here. Apparently, that is and not I was true. Friday, please, cleaning. I hope you're taking I don't know what he this. Thought. 
I with was a doing... grain of salt. I, I, you know, I'm not saying he's a completely unreliable narrator. I'm just saying. You so, know, just... so I'm saying right off the bat, Friday knows I'm not the custodian or a producer on the show. I did text you. Where's the toilet? You did. That is fair. I did get a text. Is there a toilet here? I could not find any room that mm-hmm. looked like a bathroom. And yeah, um, well, that's just the, the what I realize. Any room can be a bathroom, depending on just your your. Oh, don't uh, I know it? Your, your relationship yeah. to the people who own yes, the building, exactly, completely. Yeah, if you have the flu enough, sometimes a toilet. yeah, a patch of ground is a toilet. Yeah, look at that toilet over there. That's my desk. Not to me, it's not. Um, so yes, right off the bat, Bridie knows I. I'm a co-host of the program. Puts and then puts in you in the 99th that, percentile. Whatever, of guests. fine. Just let him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what he needs to believe. Yeah. Then. So and but then you brought clips. Yeah, it's like brought a some gift. Clips. Like no one ever brings us gifts. That's such a yeah. great, exciting thing to receive. Thank you so much. Well, I have trouble uh, talking without internet clips. So it was more for me than it mm-hmm. was for you guys. So I was mm-hmm. like, ah, what's what's going to come out of my mouth? Walk and... us through the clips you brought, Bridie. Yes. We're so excited. Well, what's first on uh, on tap? Oh, well, let's see what we got here. And th- thank you so much, Bridie. For once uh, in the history of this show, I can say less work for me. Less work for oh. me. Because you brought catchphrase. He's always mm-hmm. saying, like, Brett's one of these guys who he uh, – He's not unlike hardworking, he's, diligent. He's, he's like one of these. You ever hear about these firemen who set the fire so they can be the first ones to the oh, fire, yeah. um, or they they work a, as a as a, a, a caretaker or a nurse in a hospital, and then they and unplug like, the mm-hmm. thing, and then they're the or first they're one slowly, to rush mm-hmm. into slowly angel of poisoning death, their patients them. for attention. <clears throat> right. Brett is like a podcast angel of death. Oh wow! He mm-hmm. creates the mess and then shows up to fix the mess. Got it. I'd say I'm more of a Billy Joel. I didn't start the fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's uh, always been burning. But you did. You Lance. take the puzzle you piece so you can the be the fire. last person to put the puzzle exactly. piece in That's the puzzle. Yeah. Well, the point is, I cannot be uh, more appreciative of Bridie for bringing some excellent clips uh, uh, today. Let's kick it off with um, uh, the singer, the singer Serge Gainsbourg. Serge Gainsbourg. Ooh, yes. Uh, Bridie brought up brought a Serge Gainsbourg clip for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to set this one up, Bridie? Sure. Um, it's uh, a music video I stumbled upon quite recently. I know that Tom is a longtime fan of this. Oh, I'm a huge fan. Um, Thank you. This, fan is the operative word. This song and uh, video. Um, but uh, it's Serge at his uh, eldest or one of his older uh, periods of life, I'd say. Yeah with young Charlotte, his daughter, and they make a beautiful song together. Yes, the actor and musician Charlotte Gainsbourg. Mm -hmm. All right, here we go. This is uh, the music video for the song Lemon Incest. Oh, God. They couldn't have even found, like, a a metaphor for it. She's saying, Daddy, I love you. Oh, boy. Paraphrasing the Louis C.K. movie title. Naïve comme une toile, du nier doit 
You know, the French really have to take it down a notch. Or un, no, un noche, I'd say. This was somewhat required, though, at that time. Also, I'm sorry, they can't sing. There's no breath control here. For people uh, just hearing this, um, they're on a bed together. A giant Whoa. black bed. O-M-F-E. Yeah, the bed looks kind of like it's underground or it's uh, there's a lot there's some fog happening. It's rather dark and it's a black bed with black satin sheets and Charlotte is in a shirt and her dad is topless. Yeah, he's not wearing a shirt, but he's sitting very close to his daughter as he duets on a song called Lemon Incest. And this was, I think, before he then made a movie, a short film called Charlotte Forever that -hmm. was just about him being an alcoholic, being obsessed with his teenage daughter, Charlotte. (laughs) Yeah. But the beginning of the song, before any of the lyrics, I would say, I would also, like, if you close your eyes and don't listen to the lyrics, I I like the song a lot. It's a good. Yeah, it's a sure. it's a cool. It's, it's a bop. catchy as hell. Oh, it sounds like uh, sounds like Destroyer, right? But yeah, I want to. I would destroy the. <laughs> I would destroy the masters. At number nineteen this week, rising Lemon four incest. spots on the chart. Jeez. It's Serge Gainsbourg with Lemon Incest, his daughter's duet with his actual daughter. Charlotte. Also, like, I would just Serge- ask why Lemon. I I, <laughs> I mean, yeah. uh, Brett, do you have a take on that? Because of all the lemon delights you made over the yeah. last year or two. Is there something about lemon that's particularly like messed up or I've been trying to put the pieces together on that. That's all, all I've been thinking about this whole time. And all I can think of is I guess lime was taken. What? Tom, how are we supposed to react to what Brett just I said? Don't know. I don't know either. Now I found the problem with doing the show in the same building. <laughs> you said that literally before it even started. You were saying this is going to be a problem. I'm going to run into him <sighs> in the hall. He'll be like, what you think of my lime? Uh, oh, it's killer. Just ignore it. Just keep <laughs> Yeah. Then I'll just write him from, I write from this fake account. I pretend to be standards and practices for Forever Dog. I'm just like, <laughs> we need to cut to the Joe, lime. I don't remember the lime, hiring. The lime joke has to go. Uh, I just uh, I just accidentally put myself on double mute. How how did uh, Lime was uh, taken? Uh, it uh, home great. run, home run, baby. Oh, good. Home home run, run, good, 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 baby. You might um, as well be out on the field at Dodger Stadium. Ooh, it felt good coming out. I I can't believe I double muted myself. I really was looking forward to the reaction. Because I mean, that you one. know, a, a lot of I just want to explain. You know, I mean, I I grew up. I I was a Red Sox fan. I grew up in Boston, but it's like, what am I supposed to do? Oh, I live out here now. My time kid, to piss. Time to piss. See my, you later. I want my kid to see. Uh, they're not supposed to wait for the Red Sox to come through once a year. Can I just say one more thing about Serge Gainsbourg besides like all of the men that I met in the last, mm-hmm. you know, however old I am, who are just like really into him and think that's super interesting. It's like mm-hmm. Serge Gainsbourg was like. Like his whole thing was, I like having sex with beautiful women and smoking. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? And at a certain point, you're like... not necessarily in that order. But, but also, like... And... You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that, that, that can't be your whole personality. No. No, he was pretty, like, kind of normie, too, before. There was, like, mm-hmm. definitely a horny turn where something broke, Yeah, I think. I think he just fully kind of became an mm-hmm. addict because, like... He, yeah, he was he was singing classical French songs for a long time and writing mm-hmm. kind of like more f- not folky but like jazzy, sweet love songs. Yeah, that yeah. had metaphors that weren't like you know here's my daughter or like the right. Je t'aime, the Jane Birkin song too. It's just very. Uh, oh, that one is also just like. Uh, what is the beat going to drop? This is another clip that uh, uh, has been sitting around in the uh, Double Third inbox for a while. A couple of listeners sent this to us. This is a tribute that they, uh, a, a, a French television station gave to Serge Gainsbourg near the end of his career. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they recruited a, a children's choir to dress up uh, as Serge Gainsbourg. Wrong. Well, I thought they were Wrong. just dressing incognito because they didn't want to be identified as paying tribute to Serge Gainsbourg. Yeah. What are they singing? I think they're doing a one of his songs, and they're all holding glasses of uh, scotch and cigarettes, and they have like a what the five hell o'clock am shadow. I looking at? This is pretty amazing, actually. That's Surge. He's so moved by it, and he's so moved he took the cigarette out of his mouth for five seconds. Uh oh. To cry. I cannot believe what I'm seeing. This is the most beautiful thing. career has been leading up. Leggy models. They've got stubble, like, um, stippled onto their faces and stage makeup. All right, now he's smoking. Kids seem like they're having fun. Yeah. Because the kids are wearing, like, that, like, I'm going as a hobo for Halloween. So put some, like, something like. It's easy to. This is what you do to have a kid have fun. You give him some fudge stripes and a wiffle bat. You don't need this bullshit. This is torturing, Serge. He's so moved by it. I feel like it's... it's now they're bo- coming. Uh, yeah, I don't like this. Now they're the coming, coming toward close. you. <laughs> this is this what is like he imagined cats. on this his is deathbed. Exactly, this is exactly like cats. Yeah, they're going to start meowing at him. This song sucks. Oh, they're having. Hope that's apple juice. Look at all the hats in the audience. Is this Easter? It's the Kentucky Derby. He's looking. He's waiting for an ashtray. He's gonna put it out on one of these little kids' heads. You know the funny thing. Make it stop! Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Look at. Oh. He's he's crying. He's so moved by it. What is a he beautiful dead? moment. He's is long he dead? gone. Yes, he's long gone. Charlotte uh, re-recorded uh, Lemon Incest on a later album when she was an adult. And yes. stands by her dad full force. Of like, She re-recorded it with Woody Allen. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm going in the studio to play with... Actually, I'm going in the studio to play clarinet. He's got his clarinet ready. I got my clarinet. I'm playing with Charlotte Gainsbourg. (laughs) The stupid clarinet. 
I mean, imagine going know. to Joe's Pub and watching him stink up the he joint. He would with not that bad do Joe's plan. Pub. They would not have him at Joe's Pub. I saw him play the clarinet once. You did at uh, the Carlisle. This was yeah, many the years ago. He would do the Carlisle. Many many years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, His band kind of sucks. Like I'm not yeah. just saying that to be a jerk. Like I've heard them and they are like like in that documentary. You're like. Yeah. Yikes. Couldn't find any better musicians. Yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe they don't practice enough. Okay. I don't know, but like his band is not good. No. It was also it the crowd was very um I went with my sister and there was a British couple next to us that said lesbians about my sister and I. What? Yeah. So it was kind of like what it was like oh weird the crowd that was like there it just felt like a very I don't know yeah like this is Woody Allen's fan base or was at that point in time and that right. was like they're, they're like the most broken boomers right yeah Woody yeah. Allen and the broken boomers ladies yeah. and gentlemen put your hands together musical <laughs> guest Woody Allen and the broken boomers <laughs> His next project, <laughs> his his next project is untitled Paris movie on IMDb. Is it really? Of course it is. It is. Of course yeah. it is. Rifkin's Fun. Festival. That's where Louis's yeah. girlfriend is. I think Louis lives in France now too. Rifkin's Festival. Mm. Mm, that was good. Gershon Wallace Shawn. Woo. I think that's his best movie, Rifkin's no Festival. No question, no question. I remember Rifkin's Festival when they um, they served people those cheese sandwiches, and they were so mad. Yeah, imagine if that's the only thing they showed at Firefest was Rifkin's Fest. <laughs> I still got my Rifkin's Festival NFT. It's uh, still waiting How's to cash doing? in on that. Uh, you know, I go and hang out in the in the virtual Rifkin's Festival room occasionally. There's not many. It's not not a whole lot of action in there any, lately. Meet any meet any friends? It's a qual. It's a quality, not quantity thing, Brett. Yeah. The, you Rifkin heads. The next song we're gonna do is Chattanooga Choo Choo. That's always Chattanooga Choo Choo. Is always the next song. That and Peppies for Pepino. I mean, Pennies for Pepino. <laughs> <laughs> Peppy's for Pepino is also pretty good. Heavy. You get Peppy's Pizza from Connecticut Friday. Oh, hey, there it is. Or you get Mystic Pizza. I love it. Peppy's for Pepino. Now, Brent, is there another clip? Oh, Wait, yeah. Let's play Peppy's for Pepino for Friday. This isn't ringing any bells, is it? Nominated for Best what? Original Song at the Academy Awards in 1942. Pennies for Pepino? No. Jeez. You think you know a guy. Yeah. And Woody Allen performs this in Rifkin's Festival? No, but he should. I mean, I don't know he could. I haven't seen Rifkin's Festival. I'm not like Brett. I haven't watched it over and over and over again. Haven't seen the movie. Just big in the uh, big on the NFT circuit there sure. with, uh, with Rifkin's Festival. We've got one final clip here uh, that Bridie brought. I want to make sure we get to this. Uh, this is a, a couple that is uh, like an influencer couple. They're hot on Instagram. Uh, this is um, uh, Myra and Donnie. Myra and Donnie. Uh, Bridie, do you mind giving us a little intro to Myra and Donnie? 
Uh, yes. I think it's Maria and Donnie, but Thank I'm, you, sorry. I'm not quite oh. sure. They are um, officially like an age gap couple established 2014. Okay. Uh, that's what the bio says on Instagram. And they do a lot of like TikTok y dances together and sort of ask, love it. they answer questions about their love. And they live in Laguna Beach and he's a realtor and she is, uh, her other handle is low car. Low carb love, and she makes keto okay. versions of uh, oh, no. trash food. Like she'll go to Taco Bell and be like, oh, "You want a God. Mexican pizza? Like let's make it at home with a gluten free tortilla." Yeah. And and uh, and then she always takes like a big juicy cheesy bite at the mm. end of everything she does, and it's very like fun oh, ASMR. My God! And what is her name again? Her name is I want to say it's Maria, but it might be what Brett said. They're sitting at a table with a plate of of cookies that clearly look like altered for uh, for dietary restrictions. Yeah, they got some ginger snaps. And see them they, across the room. Even a dog would be like, "Nope, it's a it's a trick." Yeah, they'll be like, "There's a pill in that." Yeah, exactly. And are they wrong? No, it's agave. That's hey guys, agave. Welcome back to my channel. I'm Myra from Low Carb Myra. Love. And yes, today Brett, we're doing something a little different. If you didn't already know, this is my fiance, Donnie. Babe, say hi to everyone. Hi, everybody. <laughs> hi, everybody. Does anyone else know what we're doing today? <laughs> sure. Today we're going to talk about how we're going to talk about how we're going to talk Oh, my God. <laughs> So a lot of you have always asked us a ton of questions. You guys want to know how we met. And yes. And just like juicy details into our relationship. Yes. So Donnie and I wanted to sit down and just chat with you guys and let you know basically like how, yeah, how our relationship um, first started. So well, for those of you that know absolutely 6th. nothing about us, Donnie and I have been together for we're, almost seven years now. We're both and we are engaged. Sick. We're planning on getting married <laughs> a false election. year. Um, we don't have like any set plans or like venues or anything like that. But of course, when that time comes in, we'll bring you guys along. Um, but taking it back to the beginning where we first, first, first met. Super smiley, man. 2014. He's so and shiny. So Donnie um, already lived, obviously lived out here in Laguna Beach and I lived in Downey. So for those of you that know, it's like, I don't know, like 15 minutes, 20 minutes, what, 15 minutes? Oh, there's an insert of the map. Yeah, it's important. Well, it's probably around 40 miles, but the traffic makes it about two hours. Donnie was working out with a friend of mine, and he was his personal trainer. I watch Donnie's got. So I'm working out. Donnie's now, working out at the gym. Absolutely beautiful girl can walk. He sees through this the door. absolutely beautiful girl yeah. pause, walking Brett, through please. the door. Oh, sorry, sorry, yeah, yeah. And she's the most beautiful. <laughs> oh no, yeah. I just wanted oh, no, to. No, no, no. I was just emphasizing. I'm so sorry. Walking at the gym. He's working out. He's in his I'm zone. Work. He's he's doing his thing. He's doing his reps. He sees Ma Mara. How do you Myra? say it, Brett? Myra. Uh, Myra, who doesn't seem to be happy with the way this uh, story's going. If you look at her face, uh, it's been... Everything... You... Well, they both uh, have uh, <laughs> chewing tobacco in their lips. Yes. I just put uh, a new spit. skull in my mouth. I had a, I had a uh, Sprite bottle I was spitting it into. That's a, they're, they're drinking the glasses of the tobacco. And then, we, and then Myra taught me to drink the, the, the dip spittle. <laughs> So then we went back. Uh, I put on my white, 
my white hoodie with the rope like. <laughs> Well, they have to match because she's got braids going on. Yeah. And so he's like, well, let me get the thick drawstring hoodie out. Yeah. So These are my braids. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, I look like George Will. <laughs> I feel like he looks like no one I've ever seen before, honestly. No, he really doesn't look like anyone he's I've ever seen. He's a template I have never seen. Of <laughs> yeah. They broke the mold. They, they, broke the, they created the mold, made Donnie broke the mold. He looks like he's in disguise. Yeah. Like he gives <laughs> he off that like vibe. Mike, looks like a Mike Myers character from yeah. the Pentaveret. One that didn't make the cut. <laughs> You're the seventh <laughs> member of the Pentaveret. Mm-hmm. Well, that's uh, okay. The girl I've ever seen in my life. And I can still remember exactly what you were wearing. It was like, <laughs> did you wait? Did you hear? Like, Can we go back? Yeah, please because go. He said, I don't remember exactly what you were wearing. Exactly what you were wearing. What you were wearing. It was summertime. She had this little top on. I said, Oh my God, who is she? And that was after she left. Let me translate what my partner is trying to say. So. When he said wall, he was talking about what I was wearing. Yeah. <laughs> she overemphasizes, you can tell, because she has to make up for lost time. Yeah. Because everyone's head's spinning when we're listening to Donnie. Donnie takes us for a surreal, surreal tour guide of his brain, which is a roller coaster off its track. Yeah. Now he's 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 weirdly too into this. I was, just, uh, I was at the gym, and I was doing the one machine that you just do on your hands. You just rotate your head. For the people who fake being at the gym, it's the, the legal minimum you could do at a gym to participate in being at the gym. So you get thrown out for being a loiterer. You just do that machine uh, for 20 minutes at a time. You're allowed to stare as many people as you want as long as you ride that machine. You just basically you you're working your wrists out. Make sure your wrists are in shape. So I do that and I stare at everybody and then this woman walks by and I'm like, who is that? To work out with my friend and again, this was Donnie's personal trainer at the time. Like I of course hated driving from LA, but long story short, I drove down and he's like, come down, we'll go to lunch, we'll go hiking, blah blah blah. So I was like, okay, yeah. let's do it. I walk in and Donnie's like <laughs> finishing up his workout. I'm gonna yeah. change because I was dressed. So I went to go change and when I came out, Donnie was already gone. But my friend was like, hey, did you see the guy that was working out? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, he he said hi. And I'm like, okay, like, okay. <laughs> um, because obviously Donnie was a lot older, right? And so- Is a lot uh, older. Anyway. I had no idea how old she was. She looked like she could have been 23, I didn't know. <laughs> and that just so, popped up on the screen. Um, um anyways, I was Donnie almost 30. My friend, um, for my number, and I was like, what the heck? No, you know, because like 
duh. We were, I just felt like it was just such a huge age difference. I didn't even she was know creeped his out. age and I was just like, yeah. she was irked no. immediately. I was 40. <laughs> so but, then she's in the um, shower anyway, in the gym. So long story short, and then the Donnie comes in with a wig on for my number, and then I was like, okay, give me my number. And Donnie oh, wore her down. Yeah, yeah. I said, he got at least her number. I will say hi to him. So um, Donnie texts me, and so we text message back and forth, and he was like super funny, like kind of jokester. And so I like that about him. And so finally one day I'm like, okay, like let's hit pause, please, Brad. I just want to say one thing. The world we are in right now, there is a definite problem in the world we're in right now. I watch these reality shows. I watch this clip. There is a misconception of who funny people in this world are now. I watch certain reality shows like, oh, this is the funniest person. Oh, they're so funny. And then you watch the show. You're like, this is not the, this person is so wildly unfunny. And she's calling him a super jokester. What, did he have a joy buzzer? Yeah, sit on this cushion. No, no, sit on the cushion. Don't go gently. Jump, like, go right down on it. So sit on the cushion. But it was just... Here, shake my hand. Here, sniff the flower on my lapel. I'm a super jokester. I think it was texting... So it was probably like knock knock, you know, yeah. that kind of texting. And then he was probably like, "Do you want to see? Do you want to feel filthy?" And then he probably put like a Groucho nose yeah. and glasses on. Yeah. And said that to do her. I do type of numbers and turn upside down and says boobs. <laughs> I'm a super jerk. So this calculator says boobs when you turn it upside down. You put eight. <laughs> I feel like he's got a lot of like well the thing about Laguna versus LA is that Laguna ladies will wear their their skirts are above their <laughs> hips. I like I feel like he has a lot of some observational. Well, I, yeah, and like Laguna is a little bit, you know, when you're living there there's a lot of like why you don't live in LA. It's like, why Brett, don't you, you dare stop playing this video? Brett, can you, oh, yeah. we're, before we go to the video, I want to, I do want to, before we're done with this, I do want to see that photo of him in the, in the young person's t-shirt that he was wearing there. For oh my second. gosh. There's so many amazing clips. Oh yeah. I was just browsing through their Instagram. Their Instagram here. is incredible. Wait, um, I'm going to live Rodrigo culture. I would say, uh, <laughs> that white hoodie. He really likes that white hoodie. I would say scroll up. Yeah, you got a favorite in here, Brian? Um, I would say, and then the middle one, um, with their hands. Oh my God. <laughs> it's just them showing off outfits, date outfits. It's fun. I'm going to go. Like, we went to a football game. We saw the Eagles game. That was my thing. I like Eagles. But then I go to do things she does. We're going to see Live Rodrigo. I tell you, it's good music, too. She can really write good songs. They do these videos upwards of 20 times a day. They punch them say, out. I will say, if not that he looks like anyone, but if someone had to play him in the movie, I would say the Guy who plays Mike Erman Trout on Breaking Bad. Sure, Jonathan Banks. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say Tracy Letts a little bit. He gives mm -hmm. off a little oh, bit of Oh, he wishes Letts. Tracy Letts. I would, I would say that's only who Breaking play Bad. him, though. No, I know, but like Tracy Letts is so handsome, I think. And I would say 
Mike Ehrman Trout or Dean Norris. Like the, the mm-hmm. two bald guys from Breaking Bad would yeah. be in the running. Breaking bald. Yeah, exactly. I, I I went off Instagram because I posted a picture or a video of them and I got so much hate mail back. Like Great. these people suck. I hate them. And I was just like, why are you Yeah. Why are you reacting this way about these two? Um, I think people have been in isolation for two and a half yeah. years, maybe. And we're all just sort of losing our minds, but we're also forgetting about the last two and a half years in a way. So we're right. like, why am I, why can't I do anything? Oh, Donnie. I need to go out to lunch. So I was like, I'm not going to go out to lunch because it's going to be awkward. Like, I'm going to go out and I don't even know this person. I know nothing. Like, I'm not trying to set myself up like that, right? Donnie just and, shrugged. Um, <laughs> yeah. But Donnie was like jokester. <laughs> like, he was, yeah, he's, you guys, if you know, follow us and you know, he's like always I joking around. I said it around. wouldn't be painful. We'd have a great time no yeah. matter what. He wouldn't saying, be like, painful. It's not going to be painful, but I'm like, bro, I don't even know you. Like... <laughs> I said so. we would be, it would be in public down near the beach. Yeah, because I'm thinking like she was who is worried. This person trying to take me out to lunch. I'm like I'm gonna end up on a hill. What's like, that black box? Did he just take oh, out his oh, cock? So it's stranger <laughs> danger. No, oh, okay. Yeah, so she's making that up. <laughs> no, I didn't think that. But anyway, so we get on the phone, and I couldn't believe. I couldn't believe that we talked for like five hours. Like we talked for hours on the phone. So after that, I was like, oh, you hang up first. Like, you hang up first. He on licked the conversation, his teeth. Right? Because you guys yeah. know. You know. If you go on a date and then it's all awkward and you're like, oh my God, I can't wait to get out of here. Like, I've never seen this person again. She didn't want to leave. <laughs> but anyway, we met up. And, um, <laughs> so we finally met up. We went out to lunch. There's a place called The Deck. And she looks happy. Really yeah. Is that her? I didn't recognize her. I guess her hair was blonde. You know, it's a cute place to go to. The deck is a good rack for Laguna. We ended up closing okay. the place down. Like we had lunch, then we ended up having like. So that's a one of the Bridie's racks. It's hours. one of their racks. Okay. I'm just repeating so, in case hours. you guys didn't hear. <laughs> well, I can, but he was doing a lot of talking. Okay. I was. Um, so He's getting rosier by the moment. I feel yeah. like he didn't put we on the sun tan saying, lotion. Okay, you know what? After that, I was like, okay, I don't know where this is gonna go because I was still really. The age difference was still a really big thing for me. I felt like really um, groomed. I don't want to say like awkward, but it definitely was something that was there and I had never dealt Detached, with it before. So, disassociated. Um, anyway, yeah. but I said, okay, let's do dinner. We can do dinner. What did you so say? So then I got Tom? dressed up, he got dressed up, and the next day we met up for dinner. And we closed the place down again. And I was like, what the heck? Like, we can talk so well. Like, it always just flows, flows, flows. So I was driving home and I remember I called my mom. <laughs> the way he looks at her smiling like, is yeah. just like a baby about to fart. And, I was like, mom. <laughs> and she's like, oh my God, Sarah, like, you know, who is it or whatever. It's like, and look what I, I, like, I got okay. something inside of me. Like, it's this guy. It's a man. I'm like, it's a man that is a lot older than me. And then she's like, oh, that's good. You know, but she didn't know like how much older. <laughs> and then, and <laughs> But I kept, I think I kept pushing the age, like, no, mom, he's like a lot older than me. And then she's like, well, how much older? And so I was like, I didn't know his age because I didn't ask, like, how old are you? You know, I thought that was kind of rude. 
so I didn't ask, but I knew he was had to be at least like 25, 30 years older. And she's like, are you okay with it? And then I was like, I don't know yet. Like, I don't know if I'm okay with it. But I did tell her, I don't know where this is gonna go. I said, but I know that we will always be friends. Cause it was like an instant like connection. I thought so, I was gonna set your car on fire and then like go out with me cause I'm a super jokester. Single day. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't think we ever stopped seeing each other after that. No, there's like the Joker, and then there's the super jokester. He's the super jokester. I had just broken up from a, a long-term relationship. Oh. <laughs> I was three months out, and I was dating, and then Myra just rocked my boat. Well, and I do have a boat. <laughs> The nicest time, so I was all counselor, guys. It's called like, Cool Dude. You go to the harbor, see my boat, Cool Dude. Keep going, Brett. I don't want this to end. I want so. Um, Myra was had a job that she was working for himself in, in Downey, and I want to see a map of Downey now. Yeah, where's yeah. Downey? How far was that from Laguna? I can't yeah. remember these things. <laughs> doing this for months i mean almost every day for months i put sixty thousand miles in my car like <laughs> about five months so we really got to know each other's friends and it was really nice that we got to know each other that way mm -hmm. i enjoyed it a lot i got to know you and uh, it looks and like she has like a x on somewhere that he's looking at to <laughs> make sure he's looking in the right and, place uh, Wait, she was 29 and he was what, 62? If you came to my area, he's 34 years elder. It would be in the newspaper. Guys, I live. So she kept coming down here, and sometimes even twice a day. But yeah. Look at that hand. Just stare at Donnie's hand. It becomes hypnotic. Just watch the hand. Look at nothing but the hand. Those cookies must be so gross that no one's reached for them. I've never hung out around a plate of cookies for this long without having one. They must smell like shit. I think they're low carb because that's her thing. Of course they are. By the way, she's mentioned the age gap at this point six or seven times. She's having a hard time with it. When we yeah. go out, like, of course, I could see um, people looking at us and, like, totally judging the fact that we were together, you know? And I was just like... Oh, Actually, I, I thought that she was too old for me. Whatever. Donnie. Uh, oh, Donnie. no. Donnie, super jokester. Donnie didn't even notice. He's like, what are you talking about? Like, no one's even staring. And I'm like... Oh, <laughs> 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 so, adjustment I think even through the first year it was still something that really just bothered me and I didn't know like if I was gonna it's be still bothering it. you like yeah. get yeah. over that because After that's why we gotta listen to it Europe <laughs> yeah. Costa Rica and yeah all these beautiful places Cabo she right now I cram my money yeah, down no, your throat well, and you we shut up out, don't you though, it wasn't the same as here. Look, like, I'm not going to put travel, down love. You, Brett, pit pause, please, for a second. I'm not here to put down love. Mm, mm, mm. If Myra loves Donnie, and, and Donnie, Donnie loves, loves Myra, Myra, God bless him. Look, I'm a big fan. Donnie's son, I was a huge fan of Donnie's son, who uh, used Is to perform at the Dresden uh, Okay. and passed away. Uh, Rest recently. in paradise. Yes. Hmm. His son was a musician at the Dresden. Oh wow. Don yeah. Don Jr. No, it was uh uh 
What was his name again, that, friend? That couple? Oh, you mean Marty? Marty. His son oh, Marty. Oh, Marty, of course. Yeah. Yes. His son Marty used to perform at the Dresden. And yes. uh, unfortunately passed away due to questionable circumstances. It turns out Marty and Elaine were both locked in the Dresden during the whole pandemic for two years. They were stuck in there. Oh, my God. Banging at the door. Banging. Help. Please. You're walking over to House of Pies. Please. Ugh. Let us in. Of course. Please let us out. Wow. Or at least bring us some pie. We're very hungry. There's no more ice in here. Wow. They just didn't say it loud enough. They huh? just didn't say it loud enough. Yeah. So did Elaine eat Marty? Is that the end of that That's story? That's what happened. Okay. Nobody talks about that. Uh, <sighs> she looks great. Well, you the know what also looks curves. great? Julie Klausner.com. Hashtag Julie Bridie. Klausner. Bridie's, Bridie's future. Bridie's Bridie. everything. Aww. Bridie Elliot. I want to say this. I'm an admirer of Bridie Elliott's talent. And if this was a stock, bye. Bye, bye, bye. Bridie, Bridie. Yeah. If there was a Bridie Elliott NFT. Oh, stop it. I would be all, I'd buy all the things, the whole blockchain. It wouldn't be a bored ape because she wouldn't bore the ape. The ape would be like, what's going to happen next? Exactly. No, this has been so much fun having you here. Very fun to see both of you. It's exciting. And you you are the Donnie to our Myra. And now where can people keep up on what you are doing? I would say on the the usual Twitter and Instagram um, social media platforms. I, I am taking a break from Instagram because of the reaction to Donnie and Myra videos. I'm sorry, that sucks. Yeah, that's too bad. Oh, it was just a such spout. I mean, there was some support too. Yeah, yeah but people don't get it, and it's a bummer. I know, Donnie and Myra Osmond. Yeah, so he's the other Donnie Osmond. Mm-hmm. They not my show. Donny Osmond. Ugh, not yours. He's, he's mine. He rules. Can I say something love real is, quick, too? Can I say something? Oh, I wish we had. Yes, uh, please. I just want to. Oh, we don't have time. Can I, it'll be real quick, Tom. Go for real it. Real quick. I just want to say, uh, uh, right, here on the, right here on Forever Dog, Bridey was one of the main creative people in one of the best damn podcasts, one of the funniest podcasts out there, Conference Call. If you haven't listened to Conference Very Call, funny. go back and listen to Conference Call. Yeah. That thing is so damn funny. They improvise the entire thing. Uh, they're a, a talent agency, and every every uh, episode is a conference call at the talent agency. It's such a brilliant concept. Um, I saw, I think, Audible just stole it. Audible's just doing something recently that steal, stole the whole premise, but they were oh, doing shit. it three years ago. Mm. Um, so check out Conference Call. You can find it on foreverdogpodcast.com. It is a hell of a, hell of a podcast, one of the funniest ones out there. Thanks, Brett. You were yeah. great. It was so fun. Friday, your talent is unending, and also give our love to your family. We love your family oh, so I much. I will. Yes, and I um, love you. You know, send us, send our, send our regards to all Elliots. They are the the goat, the goats. Yes, that's awesome. I'll send, I'll send them your receipts. Send, send them John Hinckley Jr.'s CD, and. Thank you so much for being here and for bringing us these clips. It was such a wonderful gift to get. Yes, from a exactly. Course. Thank you so much. And you for come once. back anytime yes. you want. Future Thank guests you. Beware. Mm-hmm. She has raised the bar. Yes, and I would like to say, Audible hopes you have enjoyed this presentation. Yes. I want that job. 
Me too. So the guy who says the thing at the what if final we just do it in unison? Well, I'll do it. Good. Maybe that's go out for more jobs in unison. I just I just I just got finished saying that they're pilfering our ideas. I mean, it feels like sort of. Sure. Yeah. Sketchy That's timing. That's why here that we're you guys are... interested. Here we go. <laughs> because on the count they of three, we're going to do it. Money. Ready, Julie? On the count of three. Yeah. One, mm-hmm. two. It's getting cut out. Three. Audible. Audible. Hopes hopes you have enjoyed you have this enjoyed presentation. This pr- presentation. And, this, and let's sync those up, Brad. Please. Yeah. And send them over to Audible. Good. Thank you. More work for me. Bye. Forever. <laughs> Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.